my cousin, she actually used to coach our under 16s team. And she like she'd kill me coming into to practice from like coming from a dance class because I'd always be late. Um right. she was like, Erica, you're like Troy Bolton. It's like, is your head in the game or is your heart the song? Oh my god, Hello and welcome to The Glow Up, presented by Stellar Magazine. I'm Vicky Nataro. And I'm Valerie Loftus and we're here once again to talk to some of our favourite people about one of our favourite topics, beauty. Beauty. Now, before we get started, a quick word from our lovely sponsor, Schwarzkopf Live. If you've ever wanted to give your locks a stunning colour makeover, then why not give the pastel trend a go? Schwarzkopf Live is celebrating the trend by adding a quartet of pretty pastel hues to its semi-permanent range. Choose from Lilac Crush, Denim Steel, Rose Gold and Mint Pearl or invest in them all and switch up those sherbet shades depending on your mood. Sherbet shades, I love that. I just Extra love it, I love saying that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Semi-permanent and lasting up to eight washes. They're perfect for those wanting short-term pick-me-up and for bleach blondes who wants to get, want to give their hair a pastel tone with no commitment. Now, today's guest is someone we've admired for ages, a rising star of the Irish music scene with a distinct style and R&B sound. Yep, we shot her last year for the mag and she has it, whatever it may be. Um, She's also been speaking out recently about being, well, she's been speaking out for years about being black and Irish and has been a vocal mover and shaker in the Black Lives Matter movement in the country recently. It's the wonderful Erica Cody. Hello. Thanks so much for having me on. Thank (laughs) you so much for joining us. Yeah, you've been so busy recently. Yeah, you've been inundated. Crazy. Was that a was that a bit mad like was was it just all of a sudden after obviously the death of George Floyd and the protests in the yeah. states like did Irish media just come for you all of a sudden <laughs> that was that was literally it like it was such an overwhelming like emotional emotional roller coaster over mm, the last yeah. like two weeks especially like when it was in the height of it yeah. Um, so yeah just being inundated just made it 10 times more overwhelming I just kind of had to shut off most times yeah. um, so I'm only actually even getting a chance to really get back to things now because I'm like this conversation needs to keep happening and yeah. it needs to yeah. keep going uh, so you know I'm I'm one of the people who has a platform um, who who can raise awareness about this whenever I'm given the opportunity and I can also uh, you know point them in the directions of other people of colour as well which is great um, but yeah it's just super important to me to you know keep keep the momentum going because you know well, this isn't the a thing, trend isn't it? this yeah, is life that is yeah. yeah like these things can kind of peak and then almost go away and the, and the whole point is to keep it going yeah. but at the same time it's putting the onus on yourself on and you. on other people yeah. of colour to yeah. keep going because yeah. we can't speak for you you know like we can exactly, we can yeah. talk about it we can offer people our platform but like yeah it, yeah. it really it's, it's, it's a difficult one for you emotionally I'd say yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. Well, like it just hits so close to home. Like all my family mm. are in the States as well. They're in South Carolina. Um, mm-hmm. And it's, you know, it's still very racist down there as well. So, you yeah. know, it's all about yeah. um, trying to find a balance and all this madness, which is quite challenging. But, you know, it's just about really just, you know, keep checking in with family and seeing if they're okay and like what can yeah. I do to help that kind of way so I remember mm. a lot of gay people saying during the the uh, equality referendum that they were literally you know knocking on doors and asking people to, to just allow them to be and it yeah. was so yeah. draining but it just mm-hmm. goes to show I guess like when we're galvanised as That's a, it, an yeah. Irish population we can kind of do anything like we've we've really shown that over the last five years so yeah, hopefully definitely. this is lasting change will come of this 
Yes. Yeah, I absolutely. really hope so. And the thing is, is Ireland is so young as well. Mm. Uh, yeah. The racism here, I don't think comprehends to the racism in America. It's still bad, don't get me wrong. Um, mm. But, you know, it's just we're not being shot and killed in the streets. That's the difference. Yeah. Um, yeah. Because I think, yeah, the important thing to know is that... Um, racism is on a spectrum and it starts with hate and it ends with death and mm. I think that's a lot of things that's wow. one thing that I don't think people really uh, understand because you know it starts it starts with you know the bigot- the bigotry the the hate and then most of the time it results in death and that's in, that's in America at the moment um, yeah, but yeah and, it, and I know. ignorance as well is such a huge thing that's like, a thing yeah it's, yeah it's you just have to open your mind I suppose and a mm-hmm. lot of people in Ireland are still doing that you know because yeah. again as you say it's young it's it's we're still on that kind of first phase I suppose of yeah. Yeah. of it all and hopefully we don't ever get to the last phase you know yeah. I know, so, I know. Yeah. absolutely that's what we I'm, even find it like Val and I were talking last week like we, there's a severe lack of even black celebrities in Ireland like I think because Samantha Mumbo was popular 20 years ago people think we're not racists and it's just like yeah. it's shocking because black people just aren't given the same chances as white people are mm. and like you well, don't very thing. often see TV presenters or radio presenters or singers mm-hmm. Or, or you know, they're just not as prevalent, and it's it's even influencers. Because, yeah, yeah. Oh, influencers. There's yeah, especially, very few, especially big huge yeah. ones. Yeah. And like we want, we want to put black girls in our cover, like you know. But yeah. it's it's, yeah. it's difficult because they have to be household names, and until the entire kind of media industry in Ireland changes, then you know, well, that's it. We're, yeah. we're kind of the last rung on the ladder of that, you know. Yeah, yeah. it's a systemic yeah, totally. thing that hopefully we can chip away at over the next over the next few months and years yeah. because it's desperately well, needed because yeah. um there is like it, it all starts you know at home in work um mm-hmm. in the classroom that's when th- that's where the real battle lies as well like, that's where where change can really be made and yeah. i think definitely uh within the industry and stuff as well that like the way these this can be changed is or made better even as you know hiring more uh people of color in creative industries journalists mm-hmm. Um, journalists and makeup artists, hairstylists, you know, mm. modeling agencies, you know, making sure that their that their models of color and everything are taken care of on shoots. Because I can I can't even count on one hand how many times that I've showed up to a shoot or whatever, and the makeup artist didn't know how to do my makeup because she col- oh couldn't God. color match my skin, mm. and right. I'd be the one that was told that like, oh, we just want to leave your hair natural because you know we think that's a great look for you, and it's like you you want to be able to. Exactly. And that, that's the reality of it. They just don't know how to say it to you. So I think it's all about, you know, really incorporating that into the creative side of things as well, mm. whether it's like behind Absolutely, the scenes of a yeah. publication or whatever, you know, it's about giving everyone uh, an equal opportunity because they're all here. And, um, yeah. you know, it's just yeah. they're not really given as, as equal an opportunity as as mm. the rest. But sure, I think... Um, in Ireland because we're such a young country still we and what we've the progress that we've made in the last like five years through the marriage referendum and and uh, the repeal the eighth referendum is that like we can we're ready for change you know we can can do that when we really do put the work in and that's what it takes you know it's exhausting but it has to be done and it can't stop here you know these voices still need to be amplified I hope totally. that, you know, over the past few weeks, we've seen so many amazing um, people of colour, creatives being spotlighted yeah. that, you know, mm-hmm. we have like people mightn't have seen this before. They mightn't have thought it existed, but obviously it exists and it's incredibly mm-hmm. rich. And I think I hope that people are taking note and following and they're going to keep following and keep, yeah. you know, tapping into all this because it's there we just need to embrace it that's the thing like we have endless amounts of resources now do you know like Mm -hmm. there's everything on Netflix there's so much education on Netflix that you can watch that that 
that revolves around uh, black oppression um, and some books, everything. Like I'd definitely start with uh, Emma DeBerry's book, yes, uh, Don't yeah. Touch My Hair. That gave me so much clarity as a young black woman in Ireland because I could just relate on so many levels. Mm. And, you, you spoke know, about that last history. year, didn't you? When when we shot you yeah. last year. Yeah, because yeah. I remember reading about you, do, you know, talking about that at the time and thinking, Jesus, like, we, yeah. we need, yeah. yeah, we need to cover this. Um, yeah. And yeah, just still being stunned at the, at the levels of kind of, I think so, a lot of the time it's just complete unconscious ignorance that people have in this country. Mm. Like yeah. they don't realise yeah. that yeah. they're othering mm-hmm. people. Um, but yeah, I and remember. Curiosity, but weird, yeah, weird like, kind of curiosity. Curiosity is yeah. natural. Yeah. But like when you're invading someone else's space and, and yeah, it's just, it's bizarre to me. It's a strange but, thing. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. It's a lot of, uh, it's a lot of microaggressions as well. You know, that, that yeah. comes kind of hand in hand with like the racism that's here. And um, because the thing is, like, as you were saying, it is, it, it, like I've seen the difference between white America and white Ireland and they're two totally yeah. different places. Mm. Um, white America, it's just so deeply rooted because that's what they've built their country on. Um, yeah. But here it's just kind of, it's 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 more so ignorance than anything. But a lot of the time I've learned that a lot of people that I have come across that have been ignorant towards racism, um, once they sit down and have an actual conversation with you about it, they, they try and understand by the end of it. Yeah. Um, which which is great, you know, that shows that, you know, there is room for progression, but like for people that, you know, still think that this is a load of bull or whatever, it's like, no, it's it's you only think that because it doesn't affect you directly and that's perfect. Yeah, exactly. Um well, so, look, yeah, so that's that's it, do you know? Well, let's talk a bit about you first of all. Um, yeah. <laughs> what I want to know about Erica. Um, so tell me how you kind of got started with the music. Cause did I read that you were planning on kind of becoming a professional basketball player? Yeah, so that was um that was kind of on the cards for a long while. Um, so when I was young, my dad is a pre- professional basketball player. So he came over here in the eighties. You know, they were among some of the the first black people to come over to Ireland. Um, so a lot of these guys that came over in the eighties were, you know, they were they had just been drafted into the NBA and went to the next best place, which was Ireland. So they were wow, a really okay. high caliber mm. of athletes. Yeah. So because um, basketball in the eighties was absolutely huge over here. Yeah. Um, so yeah. So my dad ended up here had me long story short and um yeah the rest is history so I think it was inevitable you know that I was gonna you know be playing basketball and luckily it was something that just came really natural to me um and but I was always I was I was one of those kids that you know was in everything you know my parents were very sporty so they always made sure I was in sports and my nana you know her her and my granddad loved tennis and then they made sure I was in tennis so it was like I kind of had my hands in all the pies when I was a kid luckily yeah um, I'm very blessed but yeah so I, I, it was always music and basketball that I was juggling so I was either going from training to to gigs or from gigs to training Um, so when I was in my teens I went to the States with my dad for Christmas and um, this is when I was doing my junior cert and it was kind of, I was thinking of going over to spend my transition year there um, right. to play basketball and you know get the feelers and see see how I was feeling about you know possibly going to college in the states mm. so it was a big you know it's a big culture shift um I'm coming from Ireland which is predominantly white then going to South Carolina to an all-black school um right. it was something I was like wow and I, I went to visit and stuff with my cousins you can go on like a visitor's pass um so yeah it was not that I was afraid but you know it's it's obviously something so new and I just didn't think I was ready for you know to move my life over for a year mm. Yeah, um, yeah, that age the, is it's yeah. very and I was only yeah. like 15, 16, like because I was a year younger. 
um, in my year group. So yeah, I just didn't feel I was ready to go. So I was still playing basketball here, but at like a, a really high level. So I was playing, you know, all the under 18 and 17 national cups. Um, and then by the time you could play up Super League, which is like the senior team, the senior national team. Um, yeah, that was when I was like, okay, I've I really... I don't really know what I want to do because when you're when you're 16, 17, 18, you're trying to, I think, figure yeah, out what you want to do. Yeah. Mm. yeah. And like, you know, I was just all about, I, I'm all about living in the moment. You know, I'm not about, um, you know, planning too far ahead. I think timing is everything. So it was one of those things that I was like, right, I don't really know what I want to do, but I know I either want to do music or basketball. Um, right. And I did my first support <laughs> It's like you're like gig. Troy Bolton from um, High School. <laughs> <musical. laughs> That's so funny because my cousin, and she actually used to coach our under 16s team and she like she'd kill me coming in to, to practice from like coming from a dance class because I'd always be late um, right. she was like Erica you're like Troy Bolton it's like is your head in the game or is your heart the song oh my god like, amazing she, yes, it's <laughs> I love it but so funny um so yeah, it was kind of, you know, I was constantly juggling the two and, you know, you're only one person as well. And I'm one of those people that I'm really stubborn, but I'm really driven. Um, mm-hmm. So I, I'll i try and do it for as long as I possibly can. And I'll probably burn myself out, but I'm like, do you know what, it's totally worth it. Um, so yeah, that was, I was juggling that for years and... I just kind of got to the point that I was like, okay, like I'm in sixth year now. What am I doing? And was talking to my guidance counselor about possibly going to America. And she was like going through the whole process with me. Um, In the meantime, my dad was like, well, we can try and, you know, look at colleges and whatever. And I was, my head was just all over the place. Like Mm -hmm. it just wasn't in. I feel like if I really wanted to do it, um, it would have been something I would have been jumping at since I went yeah, over. Been, you would have kind so, of felt yeah. it, yeah. Exactly, and it was mm-hmm. like, okay, my heart was really just with music and I'd seen that, like, BIM at the time was like, it was only open for about a year or two, I think. It was a new college and obviously seeing how far it's come now, it's amazing. Um, yeah. So I'd, I'd come across it and I was like, wow, like, this is like this is exactly what I want to do. Um, so I was like, at least that way I can stay here and do music, get my degree in music but also play basketball at a really high level. Mm. Um, and like when I say that, it's like basketball is literally such a massive commitment here because you don't get paid for it. You do it out of just the love for the game. Yeah. Um, That's so it's just like Ireland three nights sports, a week. isn't it? Like, yeah, literally. Just I know as well. Yeah, the guy. You have to love <laughs> it, give your life to it. And <laughs> yeah. But that's it. Yeah. That's literally it. So yeah, it, it kind of got to the point that I was like, okay, um, I'm in college now. I'm playing basketball three nights a week. Actually, well, five nights a week because I was on a college, I was on a scholarship uh, with DIT for BIM. So at least that way I was like, wow, I'm still, you know, I can have my scholarship here and I can, I can still play basketball with my club and with college. And then I'm juggling gigs and everything on the side, like trying to work my way up. Um, So yeah, so it it was, I had a lot on my plate, but like when I look back at it now, I'm like, how in the name of God did I do it? Um, But it's just one of those things. If you want to get it done you'll get it done yeah you can yeah. kind of get into a different mode I remember well, I was kind of like it, that as yeah. a teen as well right it's like I I was quite involved with music as well and yeah. like then like school and then I was like wanting to be a writer as well so I was like oh you know I'll just do it all and I'm like I well don't... tick 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 Valerie Loftus yeah. but, I don't know. There you go. but I don't know how I did it when I was in school doing like Lads, doing I don't know how I'm going to go back to, to normal life after this like I'm like how did I, I ever balance life before yeah. this <laughs> everything alone, is like, such a big deal yeah I know pursuits. it's mad 
Yeah, and the social life. I'm just like, oh, can we just stay in Corona Land forever because it's safer here? It feels safer <laughs> here than it does out in the big wide world. But yeah, how Literally. is that? Um, how has everything kind of been impacted for you, Erica? Um, yeah, well, obviously, you know, gigs have been cancelled. Uh, yeah. There's obviously no festivals or anything this year. But uh, mm. to be honest, I was I was trying to just kind of take a, a summer off just to kind of, you know, get more music together and all that kind of stuff. Because I've been doing the festival circuit for like the last two and a half summers. So yeah. um, in a way, it's it's affected me, but it hasn't. It's, it's more so affected my creativity, well, challenged my creativity. Yeah. Um, because, you know, I write about, um, you know, my experiences in life and I haven't really been able to experience life because I've been stuck <laughs> in my house. Um, but obviously sure. with everything going on now, is like, okay, that's given me a lot of things that I want to say which is mm, great yeah. so and you write all yeah, your own stuff I write and produce all my own stuff as well yeah wow, I did I produced my um my EP um alongside Leoness. a, a Leoness. Yeah. There you go, my little baby you know I wanted it to be personal so I thought that was the best the, be- the oh, best way amazing. to name it oh thank you and who and- uh, would inspire you like musically it's very 90s influenced. Are you yeah, like very into? 90s? Yeah, I'm mad into 90s. I'm so happy that comes across as well. Oh, because it really does. Who, like, yeah. yeah, because, you know, it's one of those things that I did that it wasn't done on purpose. You know, it just kind of filtered through mm. my own uh, inspiration. So, you know, I listened to a lot of TLC, Aaliyah, um, oh God, Brandy, um, Boys to Men. Did I SWV, read that you supported like on Vogue? Is that true? I did, yeah. Oh my god, that was two years ago, I think. Yeah, madness. That was. I remember. That was like I was one away. Of my first big gigs. I was away when that gig was on. And I was fuming because, <laughs> like, that is it was like so good. the best. <laughs> I can't like my dad went yeah. Facebook Live for the whole thing. <laughs> like he whipped he whipped out he does this on like pretty much all of my gigs. He'll like whip out his phone, go on Facebook oh. Live, and then Come by here, the time on like Vogue came here? on, it was gone. Just, just, he, well, he loves it here. He loves Ireland, you know, like he, he'd always call like this is home as well. Mm. Um, his home away from home. But yeah, I, I suppose like he's never really, you know, spoken to me about um, the racism or anything that he would have faced in South Carolina. Like I'm yeah. only finding out a lot of things now, like our family history and stuff now. Um, mm. But like he would, I remember him literally having to teach me about like my blackness and that were wow. his words exactly. I was talking to my aunt the other day and she was like, I remember the phone call that he gave me to be like, I'm going to have to teach this little girl about her blackness because she just doesn't get it. Like I'd come home screaming crying just being like I want to wash it all off I don't oh, I don't want Jesus. the skin colour just because it was so hard you know I was the only it was only me and another I think there was myself another black girl and a Chinese girl and then she left um in like first or second class so there wasn't you know there wasn't much multicultural mm. um backgrounds or anything yeah. in my school so you know I think we mainly just got the brunt of it it was you know it was tough but my dad kind of he just taught me about his experiences here because eventually you know unfortunately I'd be able to relate yeah um but yeah I wonder if he found it different here as an American black guy as opposed to um, you know an African black person because I think we're so exposed to American culture I think people probably be more receptive um but like I guess in the 80s like yeah yeah, so like when they came out, the the funny thing is, is that the way they were perceived over here was totally different to the people who were coming over from all over the world to study totally, in the Royal yeah. College of Surgeons. Mm. Um, like to like, I remember my nana telling me that there was like the the comparison was just 
there like there was no comparison basically yeah. so like when my dad and all his friends came over here in the 80s like they were looked at as celebrities because they were athletes yeah, right. and a lot of them were drafted f- from the NBA and all that like they and were probably, seen that way let's face it big tall rides as well <laughs> basketball yeah, play, yeah. Right? <laughs> very handsome <laughs> Um, but yeah so when yeah like I remember actually an incident with my dad uh, we're in a taxi and he had just gotten a TV so we had to get like a big taxi and I remember we got in the taxi the taxi man said nothing to him the whole ride and and this is I would have been about seven seven or eight I think Mm. and um, I just remember my dad going to pay and then the taxi man was like oh you're American he goes, oh, Jesus, sorry, I thought you were Nigerian. Oh, and then, oh, Yeah, so it's mate? like, oh my God. exactly. Like it's like, you know, all just because of the colour of her skin. It's um, such a it's, weird, it's mental. Like, like, I don't know how you take those steps in your brain. I know. <laughs> like, it's but such it, a weird... That happens all the time. You get into a taxi now, a lot all of the time, the time. there's bigotry spewed. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, it's horrible, you know. And yeah. as a woman like, in that situation, you can feel unsafe if you speak up. Like, so a lot yeah, of the time you yeah, just sit yeah. there like a gum saying nothing and seething. Like, that's my experience yeah. anyway. Yeah, yeah, I know. yeah. Well, in general, when you're sitting there listening to somebody talking shit about anything, you're like, oh, great, oh, God. Here we are. Now. Dare, so dare the men, just keep keep talking. <laughs> well, we want to talk to you obviously about beauty. So, um, mm-hmm. yeah, who would you say is your kind of beauty icon? Who would you look to for inspiration? Oh, Rihanna! Like I'm sorry, yeah. she what a ride. is just she's yeah. everything. She's yeah. absolutely everything, and um, she has yeah. been every look. For, you know. Yeah, yeah. she's done everything for beauty, everything. Like I'm obsessed with her Fenty brand. I think mm. she's so innovative. Um and it's just so cool. Like she's just made beauty like this cool um <laughs> like thing that I have it's cool in a way that I haven't seen it before. Mm. I'm like, okay, I literally just want to buy everything. Valerie is the same about Fenty. I like, I I like Fenty. it a lot. Yeah. But Valerie loves it. I love it. I just love loves the like the, the variation in well, a the foundation colors. That's amazing. Yeah. and she yeah. came out with that and was like, yeah, this is how it should be. But then also yeah. like even yeah, with lipsticks. That's- that's it's definitely like, a big thing because I remember um, I remember when it first came out and like I was saying to you is obviously about going on shoots and like makeup artists never having my shades yeah. and like I'm not mm. I'm not particularly really dark like I'm obviously dark but I'm not as dark as a, a, a darker black woman mm. um, so my pigment's a bit lighter so it would always baffle me that you know they couldn't even mix foundations yeah. to try and get my yeah. shades so I think when I saw um, when Rihanna had brought out Fenty it just kind of it was a new sense of hope that I had. And I was like, oh my God, like we're actually being represented in, in makeup well, what, now. And what it did you know, was force other brands into doing it. Like other yeah, exactly. comp- competing premium yeah. brands just basically had mm-hmm. to. Like Mac were always brilliant. Had to. Yeah, but yeah. It, totally. it forced all the others into broadening their shade range as if it's something they had, they, you know, they shouldn't have have done 20, 40 years ago. Well, that's you know, it. it's just that's it, fair yeah. play to Riri. Yeah. What a ledge. Mm-hmm. Fair play to Riri. We love you, Riri. We and do. like her collections are are always about making black skin look amazing as well. Like her highlighters and her and yeah. the colors and everything. Like she's yeah. just really interesting. Unreal. It's about enhancing like, everything yeah. that's already there. Do you know, it's making it. Absolutely, I feel like yeah. we're her products that make skin look like skin. Yeah, uh, yes. the nice kind of glowy finish, and you know, it's it. That was one thing that I've definitely uh, tried to do this year. Was like obviously through quarantine, I've really just been like letting my skin breathe and just like you know having a good like. Uh, routine. Mm. Oh my God, back me into too. Routine. 
I never you thought know, I'd see the day that I, I was going for the natural look, but here we are. Literally, <laughs> the, I know. Like, the no full face freaks me out For the first time in <laughs> God knows how long, I'd say about two years. My right. eyebrows are literally down my eyelids. I absolutely love it. <laughs> my nails are finally growing out again after years of acrylics. It's fantastic to watch. Nature is mad, So I'm just trying to embrace everything <laughs> natural. Um, everything natural. Um, yeah. at the moment so what know. do you what are you missing though are you missing any particular part of your your regular routine um do you know what I don't think so mm. um because it's it hasn't really changed it's just changed because I've nowhere to go yeah um <laughs> because I usually just I only really wear makeup when I have somewhere to go yeah. Um, whether it's an event or a shoot or whatever uh, because I wouldn't be mad into wearing like foundation every day you know I'm, I like letting my skin breathe a lot mm. um, that's just one of my one of my go-tos is you know healthy skin is water and literally just letting your skin take a break yeah. so yeah I, I don't really nothing has really changed um, if anything I've just been using uh, Charlotte Tilbury moisturizers like they're literally going out of fashion um, <laughs> and they've been incredible the magic they've, cream honestly, is like, oh my god it's incredible yeah yeah, it's, they have a new light version faves. and I thought it would be a blessing for oily face to me but it's still got a lot of oil in it but I, I think like I've been underestimating how kind of chalky my foundation would look um, okay in the summer so yeah I think it's nice under that but it's 90 odd euro yeah. isn't it Val? Yeah, it is. The light yeah. one is yeah, like 95 it's, quid. It's not for the faint-hearted now. No. Yeah. And you're lashing it on you. <laughs> lashed it on me uh, luckily I, I was gifted a, a good few jars of it so I'm trying to like not nice you know uh, I'm trying Portion to use it, it scarcity yeah. yeah exactly but like it's really hard when it's doing wonders for your skin yeah, yeah absolutely it's, and that's it's the thing something when, when I definitely would buy yeah, yeah but then you get a fright because you go into Brown Thomas and it's 95 euro you're yeah. like damn it why did they ever get me started on this um, I don't yeah, literally, think I love it I don't think we've done the pod val since I had my stenos out, have we? Oh, no, I don't think we have. No, I'm bald. Oh, my God. Terrible. <laughs> oh, my God. And so many people are being so nice I think on it's Instagram. Nice. They're like, I yeah. love your hair. And I'm like, bitches, do you think I'd come on Instagram if I hadn't spent half an hour on my hair? <laughs> like, it's rotten unless I spent ages on it. And like, I have a bit of a humpy back as well, which I forgot about because um, the stenos hit us. So, no, it's awful. I hate it so much. I'm like, I got um, Easy Lock sent me a clip in last week and I was like, yes, this will make me feel like myself and I put it in on Saturday and I just felt like an Egypt would have been <laughs> so different like <laughs> clip-ins are great but it's so, when you've had a full head of bonds for five years like it's it's a different thing entirely so yeah it's oh, a cannot totally wait. So. new thing entirely oh my gosh yeah, yeah. so jealous of everybody <laughs> with with lustrous hair I'm sitting here now with a, a mask actually one the mask that um Sabi Sabrina um recommended a couple mm. of episodes ago the Joyco K-Packs and I guess it's doing its thing on my head so hopefully oh hopefully I'll emerge from lockdown yeah my roots are currently down to my ass right now you, you're too young insane. to have braids though so you can feck off I'm as grey as like I'm like a grey squirrel it's disgusting I have, I have a lot of greys and I was wearing my hair in a kind of a twist on the weekend and I was like oh there they all are maybe I shouldn't it's be sparkling. twisting <laughs> my husband says they blend in with my highlights but I don't believe them because they're clearly do you know what grey. I can totally see greys becoming a, a big trend within like the next year or two yeah I think why they, not? yeah Val's right about this love I think greys. they are yeah but like you don't want Definitely. a smattering you either want to go all out have a streak yeah. or have a full grey head or like yeah. you don't nobody wants the little like horrible wiry roots like they're shite <laughs> I hate whiskers. them 
Mm. Ter- it's terrible getting old. Just enjoy your youth, Erica. That's all. You're only 24, right? Yeah, yeah I'm enjoy 24 it. in July. Enjoy yeah. the next decade because things go shite when you're 34, <laughs> trust me. Um, okay, so time to talk about your products. Um, yes. You've prepared a few for us, so tell us about your first product. So my first product is the Gloss Bomb by Fenty Beauty. Mm. Oh yes, it's they're amazing. my go-to, goes with any lip liner. Um, yeah, it's just Is this fantastic. the original kind of nudie one? Yeah, so this shade is Fenty Glow. Oh yeah, so I think that's here. the original there's one. A, there's a pinky one as well. Hang on, uh, Tony yeah. Mickey's rooting uh, for the lip rooting. <laughs> She's rooting oh, in her. her it's called, I love it. It's called fussy. I thought it was called pussy, but it's called fussy. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of a, a pinkier one, but yeah, they are amazing. Yeah, like, yeah. just yeah. the right amount. And they last of, for of ages as well. Yeah, and the packaging's very satisfying. Yeah, I do enjoy a root. By the way, so like it's sturdy. As I said, it's just cool. And yeah. like the way the matchsticks you know? stick together, I love that. I love a bit of mag- love that. Magnetic. I'm dying to get my hands on the on her. What's it called? The frontal mascara. Oh yes. Um, oh yeah. yeah. Oh my god! Like it just looks incredible. And I've been one using, of the girls uh, eyelash in the growth, office. eyelash growth serum. So it's oh, like yeah. which my one? No, I actually didn't get Revita Lash. My lash tech, Tammy Lash, she actually has her own her own branded one. So I, I got some at the start of at the start of lockdown. So I was like, well, I'm obviously not going to be getting my lashes done. And I mean, I was getting my lashes done all the time. I couldn't not yeah. have, a, have lashes on because they're just so handy to have, um, mm. especially when you're busy and you're constantly on the go. Um, and you don't really want to, as I was saying, like I don't really wear much foundation or um, yeah. like day to day. So my eyelashes are kind of my, just my go to. Um, mm. So I've just been giving them a break and I've been using her eyelash serum and it's been like my eyelashes are literally down to my lips. Like it's insane. Oh my God, I wonder if it's cheaper <laughs> than Revite so Lash because I'm obsessed with Revite Lash, but it's bloody dear. Yeah, so it's dear, if but I'm there's dying a cheaper to try it as well. I, yeah. Find, so we'll find out how much that is because if there's a cheaper Irish version, I want it because I've, yeah. I've been uh, I think, promoting Revite Lash with, with no gain to myself on Instagram because people just keep asking me about my eyelashes and I'm like, bitches, it's fucking Revite it's Lash. It's meant to be amazing. I definitely will try amazing. it as well. Um, but I, yeah, I've been using hers because obviously I love supporting uh, local uh, Irish businesses and she's mm. a good friend of mine. what's she called so. again? Tammy Lash. So it's T-H-A-M-M-Y and then Lash. Oh yeah, we've interviewed Tammy before. Yes. Yeah. Oh, her. I she's remember. Amazing. Like she does your eyelash extensions literally in forty minutes. Like she's amazing. And do you mind sitting there with your eyes closed for that long? Or I literally fall asleep. Oh, like, yeah, I'm goes, just I so used to getting sure. them done at this point. Yeah. Because so I'm going to start getting LVL. Ooh, oh, I've, I've had, had to that. try that. It's, it's nice, but my lashes are so fair that I did like I still had to put mascara on. Otherwise, they were just curly and fair. Oh, yeah. Is yeah. is Tammy based in um, Kulak or Artane? She ran, I think she's around the yeah. corner for my mother-in-law. Excellent. Next time I'm, I'm going to be oh, living out there, there for a couple of weeks um, where we're getting Happy our kitchen yeah, renovated. So I've actually a list of fun oh, things fab. to do in, in Kulak slash Artane. Um, there's a, there a very nice Pakistani restaurant, I believe. I oh, can't fab. remember what it's called. Yeah, I've, I have a list and my favourite Chinese. Yeah, can't wait to go on my holidays to Kulak for two weeks. Oh my gosh, you're <laughs> going on your holidays to Artane. I love going that. Going on my holidays. Yeah, I actually <laughs> cannot wait. It's going to be amazing. Um, okay, tell us love about your that. next product, please. So my next product is, oh yeah, because I was saying I'm all about skin at the moment. Mm, um, yeah. So it's, the weather has obviously been really, really nice the last couple of weeks. So I went and I got the Glossier Invisible Shield Daily Sunscreen and it is so lightweight. Mm. It's honestly so fab um, and I'll definitely be 
be buying more because it doesn't like it doesn't ash out my skin or anything because I, I have quite dry skin um and it's it's nearly like a moisturizer it feels like a like a moisturizer so I but always it has put a tint. on top no, no it doesn't even have a tint it's, it's just skin. daily spf mm. 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 and it's do you fantastic. find that as an issue at spf that they ash out your skin uh well you see I, I wouldn't really I've see I'm really bold because I haven't really been using SPF <gasps> but I was talking to my makeup artist yeah uh, Ashley Kelly she's amazing um I was like Ashley I need like an SPF don't kill me but I never use it and it's really hot and my skin is like drying out so I'd always just rely on the SPF that would come in a moisturizer I know I'm off right so <laughs> she was like try, she was like I guarantee you and she's really good at working with black skin as well like she honestly like totally transformed my whole experience with with makeup artistry uh here when we started working together a couple of years ago so she was like try glossier the invisible shield i promised you it'll work wonders for your skin and i've been using it and it's been my holy grail so yeah okay i must give that a whirl because i'm very skeptical about glossier as valerie knows (laughs) it's a bit too sheer for me um but there's a few bits that people recommend so i might just do a little little shop Yeah, that was one of the ones that I was recommended. So I was like, okay, I'll try it because I haven't actually used any of their products before. Mm. So I was like, right, at least I let me try with their skin products first um, before anything else. So I must have the future Jew. It's the uh, it's like a it's a weird it's one of those weird products like the Charlotte Tilbury flawless filter where you're not really sure what it's supposed to do. What it is. But it's like the final step in your skincare routine. So even after you put on your SPF, you kind of tap this on your like cheekbones anywhere you kind of want to be a bit glowy and it gives you this very very youthful dewy skin and Mm. the first time I tried it I was ID'd in Tesco buying wine so listen (laughs) (laughs) is that the one that Hannah had in the office that we were all complimenting her glass skin yes yes I think I'm too old for glass skin. skin you guys it's fab. <laughs> I think that's that's a young person's game. <laughs> it's, just hot. it's sitting my crow's feet now. Um, one other one that I can, actually two that I can recommend SPF wise um, that don't put any kind of tint on your skin at all is the Image Prevention Plus, um, which is yes. moisturizing yeah. but matte. It's oil free. It's fab and it smells delicious. And the Skin uh, Ingredients. That has kind mm. of a peachy tint to it, doesn't it, Val? It kind of it like does, makes it, all it, skin look better. It rubs in and you don't see it after, like yeah. it sinks into the skin. So I, well, I peaches, yeah, peach the image one was definitely one I wanted to try. Yeah, yeah. gorgeous. I'm I never without just, it. Yeah, I would recommend the the skin the skin nerds um, one as well. I just recommend everybody use SPF. I'm trying to get my boyfriend to be better about it as well because he burns. So I'm like, please, please. Derek. Just, they just don't know about reapplying. That's the next thing. Yeah, it's like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I have gel on the image like, actually. I can't. I actually gave him my my gym bag one when um when lockdown occurred. I was like, fine, take this one. And yeah, he's bed into it now, which is great because then he smells nice. Um, but <laughs> yeah, Val, like, my boyfriend me. is mad into. Uh, he's been so like he always wears SPF on his face, and he wears like factor fifty. And I'm like, oh my god! Like I'm, I've man. been learning from him. If anything, like yeah. the first like thing he does in the morning when is put SPF on. <laughs> it's no it's terrible my dad my dad's part Italian and uh, he never wears sunscreen ever and he'll sit out the back and roast himself he's an absolute brat and I'm that's 61 like now my he's, like, yeah. he's like I still look great and I'm like well it's, when you're 70 you look like a handbag so I don't talk to you there's two there's a couple that um, live near me and uh, they're they're lovely we've been speaking to them loads they're in their like 80s I think we've been speaking to them loads because they're always sitting out sunning themselves uh, like ah. the literal 
like a hint of the sun and they're out on their deck chairs outside and literally so Irish. baking, <laughs> yeah. baking in the sun. And I just love it. Like not a hint of SPF, I don't think. Yeah. <laughs> that, you'll kill me. I, I went to the park yesterday having lashed my retinol on the night before and it oh. was absolutely glorious and I came home scorched. No. Um, oh no, you yeah, poor thing. Full. I was in such a bad mood yesterday. I didn't even want to go for the walk. I was dragged out. Um, and I just and then completely forgot. And then I got burned. So basically what I did was I put loads of tan on to try and balance it out. And it actually looks fine now. So I'm sorry, skin cells, but it doesn't look too bad. Thankfully. I'll be grand. Uh, yeah, hopefully. So tell us about your next product, Erica. My next product as of lately, um, as I was saying, my eyebrows are have been growing like weeds <laughs> and they're really coarse and really thick. So another product I actually have bought is soap brows and oh, they've yeah. been incredible. I've Does never tried them it. Up? Yeah. Oh my God. So good. I literally had, so I had to get myself ready for a shoot yesterday um, and I had them on and I was worried about them like staying up, but like I was on a shoot for about four hours and they stayed up the whole time. So yeah, definitely a product that I can uh, vouch for. Yeah, because I I like the brushed up brows look, but I find that like with a normal brow gel, they just fall down after a little while. I have like long brow hairs as well. It must be just something. I think it's genetic because my granddad and my dad both have them. Like the droopy brows, the the, the long kind of weird brows. Yeah, they have to like snip them. So I think I like that as well. Oh, they work perfectly on yours. Yeah, you can use like pear soap is meant to be really Mm, good as well. Yeah, pear soap. I've just been like at home with nowhere to go. So I've been like, you know what? I just want to buy soap brows. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I have, um, I've really like really thick, coarse uh, eyebrows that usually just stay in place. They don't, they don't really budge if you try and move them. Mm. Um, so like the trick with the soap brows, if you have eyebrows like that, is to like brush them back and then brush them up. Because oh, okay. like it comes with like you can, you can get a brush that, uh, for them as well, like a special brush to like actually like pin them to your face. Oh, Ashton Kelly, try. she has a really good tutorial on how to actually do soap brows because she's an ambassador for them. Oh, cool! Um, Amazing. So okay. I bought them, and she has like a discount code for like ten percent off or something. So oh fab. yes, we like, um, we like a discount. Yes, <laughs> we love a discount code. But yeah, no, if your brows are like that as well, uh, you were saying you've like really long brows. Like yeah, your brows would be perfect for long soap brows. Hairs. Yeah, long hair. <laughs> Okay, Val, we should we shall go. investigate I should, I should, for the magazine. But it's, see, it's yeah. nice as well because the soap brows, it comes in a little tin, doesn't it? So you don't have to be yeah. like messing with the soap or anything like that. It's a lovely little <laughs> tin and you can get it, um, it, they come in like bundles as well. So like the bundle I got came with the tin, um, a spool, like a, a bamboo spoolie and the facial mist. So the facial mist is to spray in the tin. You use like one pump in oh, the tin and you oh, can use it on your face as well. It's fab. Oh, I um, love that. And I think, yeah, it's I really good. And I think it came to like thirty-five pounds or something like that for all of them. And I was like, you know what? Treat yourself. Treat yourself. Treat yes. yourself. And they work. Treat yeah. yourself. Well, that's it. That's if, all I've if been shit doing works, recently. Buy it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Um, how Val has your kind of lockdown makeup routine changed? Are you still doing your kind of your glam looks once a week? Yeah, I am. Um, I just because I'd be doing like a Zoom quiz on Fridays, so I usually. <laughs> 
just go for the hour before the Zoom oh, quiz and do my makeup. I saw your your yellow liner. That was amazing. Yeah. So I oh, um, love a colored liner. Yeah, love a colored liner so much. And I saw these ones on Instagram. Um, and yeah, because I'm just in that form as well, I bought them. And uh, <laughs> Valerie loves amazing. buying makeup off Instagram I'm or like, like <laughs> seeing weird makeup and buying it. Yes. So I, I was it. just like, I love this, oh, so brilliant. I want it. And they're this amazing. Like I I got a neon yellow, a neon pink, and a neon purple and um, they're fab it's just really fun I, I I didn't really like do much else with the face like I had the skin real clean as they say um, and then I did the yellow eyeliner and it was just so it's just such a fun little pop of colour and really easy when we oh, go 100%. back to the office will you do it like will you have a week of glamour for me because I've missed I glamour yeah Thank I'm you. looking forward to wearing all my dresses and doing my makeup again yes <laughs> I know we, we've yeah, I can't got wait a to just wear clothes and go yeah. somewhere yeah <laughs> <laughs> we've got dates for going back to the office Erica and I think when I emailed everyone telling them half the people were like oh Jesus and the other half were like hooray <laughs> like, Re- Rebecca our colleague was like I'm going to wear all my dresses and, yeah. and then other people were like don't Dead look at right. me my roots won't be done Dead yeah right. I'm really excited I've missed everybody I think this that is has kept exciting. me sane because yeah. it's, it's different isn't it Val like working on the mag like we're still doing the mag we're still putting it out but it's really different yeah. like not being around yeah. one another right yeah definitely is not being around everybody and not being able to just walk in and say here what's this or you know yeah you know what do you think about just, this yeah and yeah, yeah to, I get you just yeah. chat it's oh. there's a, a cover shoot today and we're actually doing our first fashion editorial um in four months on Friday so oh, wow. that's exciting yeah, yeah we're taking the like next steps back. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. hopefully, yeah. hopefully things will go Some back to normal. Some sort of new normal. Yeah. Exactly. Okay, we've time to talk about one more product. So tell <gasps> us. Okay, one okay, I'm gonna like try and squeeze these into two really quickly. Yes, okay, please do. I need I need to give um Shea Moisture. Oh my god, I cannot I honestly cannot live without this product. It's for my hair. Um mm-hmm. and this is the product. It's a it's a strength and restore leave-in conditioner. Any curly girls who have like really dry afro hair, this is for you. Um I literally I can't really go on with life without this product. <laughs> um I literally just lather my hair in it after I tell dry it and I let my hair dry naturally, and then that's how I get like the the ringletty curls the ringlets, that, yeah. that I have, so yeah, literally, and it's just it just keeps your hair so hydrated. It's amazing. And you you and color your hair, don't you? I do, yeah. So, um, it's honestly like I've been bleaching my hair for the last two years, and it's really been this that's like kept it so in in such good condition. Yeah, um, it's it really is like it's really amazing. I can't champion it enough. And it's and where uh, would you buy that? Trade. Hair? What's and it called? You, Shea Moisture. You can get it in yeah Shea Moisture, and you can get it. It's a black owned brand, and you can get it in Boots. Amazing. I'm Googling it right now because this is something that yeah. we can't normally do in studio. It's a Shea Moisture. You yeah. can get it. Look fantastic. So is this the so the leave-in conditioner? It's about fifteen quid. Is that right? Um, it's I usually spend about seventeen or eighteen. Um, right. but I get it from Boots. Um, so sometimes I use my points to pay for it or whatever. Mm, um, yeah, I love that. Yeah, so it's so handy. It's like it's made with shea butter, peppermint, and apple cider vinegar, and oh, it's loads of lovely stuff. Delicious. Like it's so mm. so nice. Their products are honestly fantastic, and their hair masks are brilliant. Um, and it's vegan. Okay. Fr- it's vegan as well, so it's really oh, good. Not great. that I'm vegan, but you know, it's nice to you know support <laughs> nice to know. brands that are vegan. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, and then my other go-to is the Charlotte Tilbury. It's like a 
what's it instant look in a palette gorgeous mm. oh it's gorgeous yeah. the five minute face on the go oh my god I honestly cannot I can't really this is my ev- this is my go to as well you'd use that every day yeah and which one is it so yeah the face highlights and the cheek pop are my faves um, and it just it has every, it's essential you know it has everything that you need in it. yeah it has a couple of shadows doesn't it and like one you could use as a liner and Amazing. Well, before we go, we're just going to do a little quick fire because I enjoy a quick fire. So just <laughs> say the first thing that comes into your head. So what is your favourite lipstick? Fenty Beauty, the gloss. What's your favourite eyeliner? Oh, NYX. MYX? Yeah. What's your favourite blusher? Cheek Pop in the Sharon Tilbury palette. Amazing. And what's your, the one kind of hair tool you can't live without? My Shea Moisture. Amazing. Leaving the Amazing. Easy peasy. Well, thank you so much for um, chatting to us. It's been yes. an absolute pleasure. And hopefully we'll see you in real life when we're allowed to see people again. <laughs> I know, hopefully. Jeez, I know. I'd love to see people again. <laughs> I know. And look, keep us posted about all the music and stuff because I, I can't wait to hear some new stuff. Yeah. I will, of course. Amazing. And just before we go as well, we have another quick thanks to our sponsors, Schwarzkopf Live. Fans of watercolour hair tones will love the Pretty Pastels range available now. Semi-permanent and lasting up to eight washes, they're perfect for those wanting a short-term pick-me-up or a quick fix when roots start to show or ends start to fade out. So lovely. Thank well, you very I think much. We, yeah, we only have one episode left, Val, in the yes, series, as far I as know. I know, after this. So, um, yeah. Oh, yeah, no, we were, we're delighted to have you. Delighted, delighted to have you. And look, uh, hopefully we'll get it. Like, oh, I wouldn't mind keeping going with it. We shall see what happens. But yeah. if not, we'll, uh, keep yeah, the... we'll, be, we'll definitely be back for one more anyway. Yeah. Talk to you in a fortnight. Talk to you soon. Bye. Bye.